welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Payne. And I'm your other host, Michelle Jane. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good, thanks. A little bit stressed because of my puppy. <laughs> oh, how's it going? <laughs> he's an absolute nightmare. But oh, he's God. cute. But yeah, I didn't realise how hard... I've never had a dog or a puppy before. I just didn't realise how hard work they were. Dog mum now. Dog mum life. <laughs> I am, but yeah. Where is he now? He's in the kitchen because he, he does sometimes sit under, I've got his little bed under here, but he likes a wire. And if he chews, because I'm, I've gone back to the 90s, I can't get Wi-Fi in my office. So I've got to use a, an Ethernet cable. And if he chews that, then there's going to be no podcast. Oh, so. yeah, no podcast. So. He's in the kitchen. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you. All good. Another week down of being self-employed, working full time as a coach. It's been so busy. I've been... I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I'm literally working till 11 p.m. still, but I'm just trying to get used to a new routine and rhythm and obviously having time to actually do it all. So yeah, it's exciting, busy, but all good. And I can't believe it's been a week since we were in London together. Like the weeks just blend into one. It's flying by. Um, One thing that I loved when we went to London last week, (laughs) when we went for breakfast, and the woman's like, what's your surname, please? She's like, oh, Payne and Jane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But yeah, okay, so we'll get straight into today's podcast because for the first time ever, we've got a guest today. Woo-hoo. And yeah, woohoo. <laughs> so we thought it'd be a really good idea to get some guests on the podcast. And First of all, we thought, what better than getting some of our clients on to talk about their experiences and of, you know, working with either Michelle or I and just have a little chat and get to know some of our clients, which we thought would be quite useful for people because everybody's got their own unique story and journey and goals. So today we've got one of my clients and very good friends and actually one of my ambassadors, um, Amy Chard. And she's going to be joining us on the podcast. So, hi, Amy. How are you? Welcome. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hi, both. I'm good, thank you. You okay? Yeah, all good, thank you. All good. Are you nervous for your first ever podcast? No, I'm all right. I'm okay. Thanks good. for inviting me on. <laughs> That's okay. Are you having a good week so far? Ready for the weekend? Yes, ready for the weekend. It's Friday. It's the best day of the week, isn't it? Yeah. What are you doing on the weekend? um not much my son has a party so I'm going to use the time to get a gym session in (laughs) awesome Um, and yeah just chilling basically this weekend we go away in a week's time for a little caravan break so I'll probably do some holiday shopping nice Nice. oh lush well thank you so much for coming on to our podcast and um, we'll we'll just get cracking so I think Obviously, the first question that we want to ask is, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for our lovely listeners to understand a bit more about who is Amy, Pain and Gain's ambassador? Yeah, of course. Um, So I'm 34. Um, I'm married to my wonderful husband. Um, I'm a mum to my son, and he's going to be six in November. So crazy times (laughs) with an almost six-year-old. Um, I work full-time as a commercial manager in the civil service and I guess my typical hobbies you know I'm, I'm just your normal kind of average person I like going to the gym um, I love watching a good movie trashy reality tv um, <laughs> and 
you know, catching up with friends as and when I can. Um, during lockdown, I did get a little bit involved in some baking. <laughs> so you could say I have um, baking as a hobby now. Did you bake banana bread with everyone else? No, I no. did not bake <laughs> banana bread. <laughs> That's the only thing I didn't do. I was bloody baking blondies and cheesecakes, which is not really baking, is it? But, you know, I love a good cheesecake. Cookie dough as well, you were doing, weren't you? My Sorry, what? Cookie dough. Oh yeah, cookie dough. I'm obsessed with cookie dough. Me too. So I just I had to it. research how to make it myself because it's so it's so expensive to buy it online. Yeah, it is expensive. I'm still waiting for you to make me some and give me a present. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know, I will, I promise I will. But oh. yes, that's me. Awesome. So literally just a normal 30 something girl <laughs> lots of fun in life you know lots of family life you're basically really busy on you around work working full-time with a family and obviously people won't know but your husband broke his foot recently as well so you've been busy with looking after him as well <laughs> indeed yes yes I've been um wife and nurse yes to a husband to a husband with a broken ankle which obviously is bloody tough <laughs> when you think about everything that comes along with that um because he is a good egg he normally does a lot like he helps out a lot and with him not being able to do anything just school runs full-time working homework prepping food cooking gym you know time for myself has been very limited the last couple of weeks Oh. yeah well you've got through it so well done and something I was just going to tell Michelle obviously Amy and I have been friends since we were 11 so a long time now um, even though Amy can't actually remember most of our friendship in school because her memory's useless <laughs> I have the worst memory in the world <laughs> but um, she actually went into labour in my car. I arranged a little baby shower for her. Yeah, we were going for afternoon tea and Amy decided to go into labour in my car and I freaked out. <laughs> I was like, I have no clue what to do. I'm literally the worst person in the world. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. But thankfully she waited until she got home to begin I did of course of course I waited until after I'd eaten the afternoon tea yeah obviously <laughs> obviously <laughs> <missing> out on that <laughs> all right cool so that's a bit about you thank you awesome so when did your fitness journey begin Amy um so I you could probably say that my fitness journey began at quite a young age because my mum put me into taekwondo so martial arts when I was, I, I was 11, 11, 12. Um, so I was going to, you know, taekwondo sessions, which were an hour to an hour and a half long, twice a week, as well as like um, competitions and gradings and things. So I got introduced to kind of, I guess, keeping fit at quite a young age. But also my mum and dad have always been into fitness. So growing up, my mum was always in the gym or on a cardio machine that we always had in the house. It was usually a cross trainer, um, but she would always be either going to the gym or on that. And my dad had one of those big bull worker type multi gyms um, okay. and an ab cruncher. And so he would always be doing those. 
as well as his, as his abs on the landing upstairs <laughs> um, and using his bull worker. So you'd be like, Dad, what are you doing now? I'm going to do my exercises. Um, so I grew up with them being quite fit and active. And as soon as I was able to, I would ask my mum, you know, mum, can I come to the gym with you? And I did. And she started taking me to um, the local rugby club gym. And yeah, I've been a member of a gym ever since. And that was How old were you when you first went to a gym? Yeah. Um, I was, I think, so I, I passed my black belt in Taekwondo when I was 14. And I think it was then that I started going 14, 15. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, you got into it quite early and I can actually remember your mum. I used to go to the same rugby club gym, I think when we, when we were 15, 16 and your mum was always there on the stepper, wasn't she? Yeah, Everyone oh my remembers God. her on the stepper. Yeah, she was <laughs> known for her hour sessions on the stepper. <laughs> yeah, no one else could last more than 10 minutes and she used to be there just smashing it. <laughs> I know, I know. Loved a bit of cardio, my mother did. Yes. Okay, so what, what do you think, because obviously you've been into fitness since a very young age, and obviously Taekwondo is a little bit different to what you do now, but hmm. what do you think got you to the point where you felt like you needed a trainer or, you know, an online, online coach? Um, so I think it was probably obviously from a very young age and because of the way my mum did her fitness, it was always cardio, cardio, cardio for me um never weights in the beginning as I got older um and joined like different gyms and things I started joining classes so I did step and 2020 20 I think it was called back then <laughs> so I did those for years um and I was your typical kind of you know teenage girl where I would do as much cardio as I possibly can probably restrict myself a bit in the weekdays in order to fit into a dress on the weekend to go out um and then you know just binge all weekend then on you know alcohol and chocolate and food <laughs> and because back then obviously the goal was I guess always to be just as slim as you possibly could and my mum did bless me with a bigger bum shall we say <laughs> but I always hated it when I was younger so I always wanted to make my legs and bum smaller um, so that's what I was like when I was younger and then I met my husband in the gym and he was the first person to introduce me to weights so I started getting interested in them but probably only because he was um, and he would, you know, take me through a few couple of training sessions and things, but it was never no structure or proper plan. Um, and then I started doing pump classes because I was like, oh, pump uses weights. So, you know, I'll, I'll start doing them. Yeah. Um, and then I guess it was probably, Jess, where you then joined um, the organisation that I work for, that you no longer work for. <laughs> yeah. Um, and before long, you would obviously, we'd started chatting and I think you had given me a couple of workouts so that I could start following an actual kind of weights plan. Um, but then I fell pregnant. So that didn't, that didn't last very long. And I stopped all exercise, which was probably the worst thing I could have possibly done. Uh, but there's not, there's not a lot of advice. Well, there wasn't at the time a lot of advice out there in regards to kind of diet and exercise while you're pregnant. 
No, it's a nervous, nervous time as well, isn't it? When you're yeah. like first and yeah yeah and it was yeah he was my first so I literally just stopped all exercise um and I didn't I didn't go to the gym I didn't work out at all through pregnancy and then it took me a while after pregnancy to even think about dieting and going back to the gym because obviously I'd lost all my confidence at that point as well um I tried once I felt ready to start dieting and all after pregnancy I tried everything it was like a a running joke sometimes in the office about what diet would Amy be trying next. <laughs> I, 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 did, I did low carb. Um, I did those silly, like lose 10 pounds in seven days diets that you, somebody would have got off their auntie's friend from the hospital. <laughs> um, I tried fasting. I did the five, two diet, which I, I think <laughs> I literally, lasted one day because I could not cope on 600 calories I think you got that. lunch time didn't you and you were like I can't do it <laughs> explain what the 5-2 diet is for our listeners um so that was where at the time it was advertised as you would have two days where you would only eat as a woman 600 calories and then the other five days you basically could eat what you wanted they didn't give you a calorie um okay. amount on the other five days but it was it was kind of all around those two days where you would eat such a low amount of calories that i guess you would hope that you wouldn't actually hit your your weekly target by the end of the week um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't last past lunchtime. I was like, I can't do this. I've, I've, e I've eaten 450 calories already and I'm only going to have 150 left for dinner. I can't do it. <laughs> oh God. Um, I also did the forever living, the aloe vera gels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Was nearly sick in work one day when I had okay. to try and uh, uh, pluck up the courage to actually take one of those gels. They were absolutely disgusting. Um, and then I and then I did Slimming World, um, which you know I did lose a stone on Slimming World when I started doing that properly. But again, it was mostly cardio and classes again because I just lost lost so much confidence and I didn't feel confident going back into the weight section. Um, but then I turned thirty and I just knew that I needed to do something. So I tried three different plans with three different coaches over two years. Um, the first one was horrendous. It was, I had to eat the same food every single day for eight weeks. And I mean the same food, the same breakfast, the same lunch, the same dinner, the same snacks, nothing different Monday to Sunday, um, which obviously I found extremely hard, even though it was nice food because it was food I had chosen. I couldn't do that one. Um, the last one was really where I got into it and I put my all in and I started weight training again. That was what you would say was the most successful one for me at the time. Um, but it was unsustainable. I was doing five weight training sessions a week that were lasting about an hour and a half. I was doing five 25 minute hit sessions every uh, on weekday mornings or sometimes a Saturday and Sunday. But there was five of them. And I had a diet plan, which had been written around foods I liked, but still, again, it was like the same kind of thing every day, week in, week out. Um, 
but yeah, I, I did that. I did six weeks and then I won another six weeks. So I basically did 12 weeks. Um, but then I went on holiday, a family holiday for two weeks, obviously didn't train to the intensity that I had been doing for 12 weeks, put half a stone back on, um, came back from that holiday and just could not get back into the training that I had been doing I couldn't sustain those workouts the gym was like twice a day because the cardio had to be fasted and stuff like that so you know I booked my wedding then and I was like oh my god I you know I need to I need to get it sorted so Jess said as a wedding present to me she would train me she said you know you know let me train you um, check in I think it was every fortnight the year of the wedding Jess yeah I think so and um, so she wrote my training plans she gave me my calories and my protein target taught me all about my fitness pal and how to track correctly etc and all around all about calorie deficit and how important that was um, and then basically the rest is history she trained she trained me that year I started following fitness accounts as well that actually gave out you know good useful advice youtubing exercises how to correctly um do different weight training exercises and things and then when jess set up pain and gains in lockdown um i did her first shape up and i've been with her ever since yeah it's been a long old journey and obviously being your friend i've been there to witness all of that practically haven't i so definitely been a long journey um but you've come so far and learned so much in that time and it's just amazing what you've achieved now I think and obviously when we got you into shape for your wedding I think that was you found it much more sustainable didn't you than what you were doing yeah. that previous coach because like you said got good results before but it's just stuff that you couldn't actually sustain and I mean how many years have you been married now how long have you been married um since december 2019 19 yeah so it'll be two years come two this years december yeah so yeah, since so then you know we've been working in a really sustainable way just and making so much more progress so yeah you've absolutely smashed it but i do remember all of those diets in in work and <laughs> none of them are you know no very fun and like no nothing was sustainable was it that you tried before at all no definitely not I would literally last a day maybe yeah. a couple of days at best um and when it came to your wedding they had to completely take your dress apart didn't they so it would fit you because you lost yeah. so much <laughs> yeah oh yeah when I actually buckled down and you know did what you told me to do for the year um I then had a dress that actually didn't fit me. <laughs> so had to be taken in by two or three dress sizes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think that's the important thing to note here is that we did that over the period of, of a year. And in that time, yeah. like you said, you buckled down, you were consistent, but you also had, you know, um, multiple Hindus, holidays, like events, occasions, afternoon teas. So you were still able to enjoy your life and just yeah. in that slow, steady manner, you were just consistent. And I think that's when you really started to learn about, about consistency, because I think quite often in the past, it would always be just an eight week challenge and then 
yeah go back to normal again and then you do another eight week plan or a six week plan and then you go back to normal again and that's when yeah. you really, i think when the penny dropped and you were like okay when i'm actually consistent like you know 90 percent of the time i can still enjoy my life then it's actually working so Definitely. i think that's um that worked really well so yeah thanks for that that's really interesting amazing so amy what do you think has changed most about you since working with jessica and um, so firstly, I would definitely say um, my knowledge and understanding around fitness and nutrition um, through everything that obviously Jess has taught me and helped me to understand, which then has enabled me to kind of take, you know, take control of my fitness journey. Um, my confidence in the gym and outside of the gym, I think lifting weights and getting strong has helped me to love myself more. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. Um, you know, embracing my natural shape of a bigger bum and legs and finally having the confidence to wear shorts, for example, that, you know, that was a big thing for me when I was younger. I would not put a pair of shorts on because I just didn't feel comfortable ever. You know, like in the summer and all, I'd be the girl in the longer skirts or the dresses because I couldn't find... <laughs> um, you know couldn't find denim shorts and things to actually fit me properly because I obviously had a smaller waist and bigger legs and I'd be like you know well, why have my legs got to touch and why am I why is my bum so big kind of thing so you know just insecurities silly insecurities obviously but everyone gets them and especially when you're younger um, and, and you know when you're growing up and you, you just think that way don't you but I've learned to embrace my curves um, and I've got so much more confidence. It's changed my mindset as well to, to fitness um, and nutrition. And I'm definitely not afraid to eat, um, to, to, to grow muscle, because I know what the end results can look like as well. So how do you find the nutrition side next? I follow your fitness page and you are like the flexible dieting queen. <laughs> some of the meals you come up with are just insane. I can't wait <laughs> to try some of them when I'm off prep. So how do you find the nutrition side now with being more flexible? Oh, yeah. I mean, amazing. I love it. Like, I just literally just try and fit everything in. Anything I fancy, I'll, I'll fit it in. Um, obviously, I do plan. So, um, you know, like, I'll plan my, my evening meals and my lunches for the week ahead, like on a Sunday before I do my weekly shop but I'm planning like different meals every night, you know, meals that I can cook for me and my husband, sometimes for my son, um, <clears throat> you know, depending on what, on what we're having. But I will put in, for example, my evening meal because that's when I'm most hungry. I'm most hungry and I'm most likely to snack in the evenings. So I like to eat the majority of my calories kind of you know in the evenings on my evening meal and if I've got calories left a little dessert as well <laughs> you always so, have dessert <laughs> mostly I mostly always have desserts um you know but I then plan then my lunch and breakfasts around that sometimes I don't eat breakfast so I'm I'm one of those people who can quite happily go without breakfast um I actually get hungrier if I eat it um, and then I end up eating more and getting hungrier sooner. So uh, uh, something that works well for me a lot of the time is that I just skip breakfast and then I have a, 
I guess, a shorter window of eating all my calories. So from lunch to evening, then I feel like I'm eating loads. <laughs> but sometimes, obviously, I do get those mornings where I'm starving. Yeah. Um, so I just have breakfast. Just go. But yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a really good tip, actually, for anyone listening who is perhaps new to tracking or doesn't really want to track their calories some one small tweak literally like skipping breakfast or skipping lunch for example if you know like amy that you tend to snack or want to eat more in the evening just by cutting out like that one meal in order for you to get more in later on it can potentially you know bring down your um, calories for the day put you into a bit of a deficit without having to track and go in and you know think about anything add things up and go through the stress of all of that so that's that's a good tip for anybody out there who doesn't want to track or doesn't quite feel confident with that yet just you know if you're not a breakfast person you're not hungry in the morning don't force it breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day contrary to popular belief obviously Mm -hmm. so yeah just just a small tip there that's um that's really good awesome okay great so Obviously, we've touched on this a little bit, but just for people to have, you know, a bit of a better understanding, we've worked together, like you said, now for, you know, in prep for your wedding. So, you know, good two, three years. So what results have you achieved so far? Because that's quite a long, a long journey to go through. So what, what can you, can you describe what you've done so far, basically, within that time? Yeah, so um, obviously, you know, most importantly, the, the year of the wedding, even though my dress had to be obviously taken in because I had lost so much weight um obviously I achieved amazing results I felt happy and confident on the day um and like you said earlier Jess it was about making it a lifestyle change or making yeah. a lifestyle change lifestyle change in order to um get to that point because I had an extremely sociable year before my wedding like you said with all the weddings and hens that I had two or three of my good friends all got married the same year so I was in and out of kind of a deficit and um having to flexibly diet to fit those occasions in um but I got there obviously felt amazing on the day which was my goal um I've also got down to my leanest smallest weight ever in lockdown last year with you obviously um through the shape up and and carrying on after that i never thought i would get to the weight i did um and the measurements i got but i did it um and then gaining strength and you know feeling strong i think there's something you know so empowering about lifting weights and being able to go into the gym and and lift heavy heavy stuff basically it feels good doesn't it and it it, you know what it does for you mentally as well as physically I just love it um and for me now a gym session is not a gym session without lifting some heavy ass weights basically Um, (laughs) throwing heavy shit around (laughs) yeah yeah and and obviously it's you know everything I've been through is has all been has all been sustainable through yeah. the phases that I've gone through, I've learned how to track my nutrition and eat a sustainable diet. And like you said earlier, the consistency has has given me the results that I've achieved so far. Yeah, and I bet now, well, I know now, you just feel 
just so much better. Like you just said, it's a lifestyle for you now, isn't it? You're not honored. Yes, you might be in a, in a calorie deficit phase or you might be in a gaining phase or a maintenance phase, but it's not like, oh, I'm on a diet. I can't do that. Like there's, there's never a time when you can't really do anything because it doesn't take over your life. It's not like 12 weeks of sticking to some strict, insane thing and then going back and completely, you know, having to cut things off and sacrifice things. You just literally build it all into your lifestyle, which I think has been huge. And recently I know we've been working a lot on you gaining strength, pushing up your strength. So that's been really nice to see. Cause I think for a good while, same as me, same as most people, actually, we sort of go through phases where we don't really push ourselves as much as we could. And I think it's been nice to see, you know, in your recent check-ins, you've been saying, you know, that you've massively improved on leg press, squats, hip thrusts. I mean, every week you just push in and push in. And I think that's a big change for you because before I think you were a little bit nervous, weren't you, for a while, which is completely normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would always be nervous about kind of going heavier, especially on, you know, free free weight squat rack and you know even the leg press because you'd think oh god if I go too heavy but I think sometimes you just need that push don't you yeah and like you know I've been obviously I track my weights and I try and you know progressively overload and um up the weights every week um, or when I can you know on the on the weights that I can um and again I think it's also about learning good form isn't it and feeling comfortable doing the actual exercise yeah a hundred percent in about good form and obviously you came over for a little session in my studio a couple of weeks ago and your form is spot on on everything you've been doing it long enough now that you've built that up so I think that is literally the next the next part is concentrating on improving the strength because form is nailed for you now so that's not an issue and it's just about having that confidence and a bit of a the confidence in your own ability and you know what even if you put the plates on the leg press and you can't get them up so what you tried it and just well, the caps it. <laughs> pardon as well the safety caps are for well exactly yeah <laughs> it's true and I get it because I used to be like that and still am sometimes as well you know you think oh god what if we're not gonna get this back up now but it doesn't matter just work from it and that's a new a new goal a new target and you'll get there in a few weeks time so yeah, yeah I think that's been huge for you so loads the of confidence people. isn't it 100% yeah so what would you say has been the most challenging part of the programme? What did you struggle with the most? Um, so I guess sometimes, you know, being a full-time working mum, sometimes time is an issue. Um, but I would just always make sure that my sessions counted and I pushed and worked as hard as I possibly could for that hour that you know that I that I might have had only three times a week that that kind of particular week um and you know factoring in like we've spoken about events and social occasions four weddings and three hens including my own (laughs) the year of the wedding but being able to manage that and and you know make it sustainable we we did in the end obviously you know I have a husband who's a chocolate fiend and he calls me a baby dinosaur because I do absolutely love food and I can eat and eat and eat. Like I have no problems getting to those exact calories that I've got every single day. Um, but with flexible dieting and being able to still incorporate the foods that I love, 
I've managed to make it all work with high calorie days and things like that. Like those kinds of things have, have really helped get over those challenges of, um, you know, wanting to eat a, a bloody 500 gram bar of chocolate or something in one go. <laughs> so after being on so many diets, I know you're in a reverse diet at the moment. So mentally, how do you find going from being on a diet to then someone telling you, right, you can eat all this food now? Like, how do you find that? I mean, I love it because obviously I love food. So I'm like, yes, great. Give me more calories. But ultimately it's that in your mind you're like oh I don't want to you know if I eat more food how much weight am I going to put back on and where um you know you have to I guess learn to be a little bit a little bit more uncomfortable because you're just holding a little bit more aren't you you're eating more especially more carbs and things which obviously make you feel fuller and make you sometimes feel a little bit fluffier um but yeah, for me, I mostly love it, but I'm not, I do have the odd day where I feel uncomfortable now in a reverse diet. Yeah, I think for you, you've come a long way in terms of looking back, I think even a year, two years ago, just the thought of a reverse diet, you would have freaked out a little bit, wouldn't you? And you didn't want to get you know your legs to get any bigger or you didn't want this or that but now I think your mindset is in a very good place and like you said everybody is going to have days where they feel like mm, I'm feeling a little bit bigger a little bit fuller but obviously you know you've been in a reverse diet what seven eight weeks now something like that um nine weeks yeah nine weeks is it gradually mm. building the calories up we've been doing it slow and steady but um I mean I think you you were losing weight for the first a few weeks when you know, so we've been having to keep like bump up a little bit bump up and you can eat a lot of calories and I envisage yours going up quite a lot I reckon we'll get up to around 3,000 maybe a tiny bit more but we'll That's see an absolute dream I know any <laughs> diets on like I think the lowest we got to was 1700 and that was for about two weeks and that was too low for you you couldn't handle it so we no. went back up <laughs> So yeah, you, you get away with really high calories, but that's because now for the past three years, you've been doing this as a lifestyle. You've gone through phases of maintenance, you know, like you said, where you haven't been on a diet or you've just done it very slowly. I mean, your calories during that year prior to the wedding, I think they were 1900, 2000 for a, a huge chunk of it. So the mm. deficit was a very small deficit. You haven't been putting yourself on extreme diets of super low calories, back up, super low, back up. Because you're doing it as a lifestyle and just living life, enjoying it at the same time, you've got your body in a very, very good position, which you know is the goal that I would like most clients to get. But with people's dieting histories, I think there's obviously a lot of work to do in some situations and we do have to take calories lower in the first instance in order to be able to then get those calories back up to you know a higher maintenance level for some people it's more work but yeah I think you are much better in terms of mindset I know sometimes you're like oh today I'm feeling a little bit thing but you've handled it much better than I expected I think previously it would have been a bit of a worry but now you're like you said earlier you embrace your body you and your goal now you want bigger legs obviously don't you even bigger now you want to sculpt them grow them so 
yeah i think you, i think you're handling it really well but there's always going to be those challenging days for everyone yeah oh, definitely awesome. and i think um you know previously i've always been like oh no no i can't i can't reverse diet but then you start to think about it and you're like well actually i want to be one of those people who can eat like two and a half to three thousand calories because i do train hard i do go to the gym four or five times a week um you know and train hard and so i want to eat more food <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and i think actually last year we tried a reverse diet a couple of times didn't we we stopped and started once or twice because you were like i'm not ready i'm not ready to to do the build upward you were happy at sort of a maintenance phase but not necessarily pushing further so you've got yourself to a good place now and it's, it's exciting i'm looking forward to seeing what what's to come over the coming few months to a year now um so what would you say then obviously having worked with me as your coach now for you know, a recent while, what have you learned most? I know you've covered some of this in terms of, you know, building it into your lifestyle, being flexible, but what do you think is beneficial about having a coach? Um, yeah, so like you've said, obviously, so much knowledge around the benefits of weight training, um, progressive overload, consistency, obviously, is a massive thing. You know, not wasting your time on fads and diet myths and sweating the small stuff like what time I train and what time I eat etc um for me it's how beneficial it has been to my fitness journey to have a coach to be accountable to so you know having you to guide me through my journey um and the benefits I guess of a of, of following a well-structured training plan and not just jumping on any machine in the gym you know randomly to to try and do some weights um and i think the support as well that you receive from a coach when you're having bad days etc and you don't feel like checking in just having someone that you know like you jess that really knows your stuff but you can also empathize with um my struggles because you've been there yourself through different you know different phases of your fitness journey as well yeah and so i think that i think that's really important um when you can relate to your clients yeah i think that's a huge thing as well yeah. and obviously both michelle and and i have coaches have had coaches and because we believe in the process as well you know and you've come so far your knowledge now in terms of training and nutrition you probably could not have a coach and do it on your own but i think there is just that like you said it's to do with the accountability having a constant support when you do it yourself it's these little bits of self-doubt come in and you're like oh should i drop my calories now perhaps i'll increase my cardio and sometimes it's just having that person on the other end to say well no look you might not have seen results this week necessarily because of xyz you've been super stressed super tired you might need a diet break you won't necessarily go and put yourself on a little diet break because you're feeling stressed you might put even more pressure on yourself because you might think oh god i need to work even harder whereas a coach might be like well no actually take a step back have a few days off so i think those are really important things and i know right. michelle feels you know the same way about about that as well 
Yeah, but I, I just have a coach now. I've had a coach for years. I, I just love having a coach. I can coach myself if I want to, and I know what I'm doing. But um, yeah, I like just somebody taking the stress out of it and just telling me what to do. It's just, it's just easy. I can just concentrate on my clients then. But it's just nice having someone to be accountable to because I know, like on the weekends, I might think, oh, I just have a donut. No one's going to know. My coach will know. My coach will see it. <laughs> yeah, when you next check in, they're going to know. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, we, we get to concentrate on our clients then when we have a coach and it just takes away all the self-doubt because no matter who you are, how far you've come in your journey, every coach has a coach. We've said this before, you know, my coach has a coach, Michelle's coach will have their coach. and We, we just, just don't see ourselves like everybody sees you so no. your eyes are just the small changes so when you're changing because your eyes are just the small changes you're making you can see it yourself whereas a coach looking from the outside in can so where is you think you're not progressing you know like um decrease your calories or increase your cardio when it's not needed when actually you're, you're changing you just can't see it yeah a hundred percent we you can never no matter how good of a coach you are for other people we will never see in ourself you know we can't look at ourselves objectively like that yeah. so it's good to have that other person definitely yeah I definitely I don't think I would have been able to achieve what I have achieved without having a coach because it's like you said it's just easy to go off track on the weekends and just think oh you know it'll be okay and like increasing your cardio for example because you think oh I'm you know I've got that weekend where I'm going to be out and I'm going to be eating this and doing that and I was I was always before I actually came with you Jess and had you coach me I was just always up and down all the time yeah exactly Never consistent. and it doesn't just have to be having a coach just for a dieting phase you know like you've been with me so long you're my longest client and it's just so much better because we've been through multiple phases together and even when you went through maybe like a three or four month maintenance phase where we didn't drop calories you weren't in a deficit it's still nice to keep check and you know just have that accountability each week and just somebody guiding you like you said still following a structured training program because it is a lifestyle and it doesn't just need to be the diet phase in fact the other phases are probably even more important I would say yeah. you know is getting out of the deficit sustaining the results and thinking about your goals and I just think it's exciting when you can stick with somebody long term and I mean we know your body so well now don't we like if your weight goes up That's, too that high. is it people don't yeah. realize how long it takes to get to know someone's body exactly if you keep swapping and changing coaches, you're just doing yourself an injustice because everybody is different and it takes time to get to know a client's body, like what works, because not one diet, not one program works for everyone. Everyone's completely different. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, even if something worked for you maybe a year ago, your circumstances might have changed and it might just be a little bit different. You might be a bit more stressed out. You might have more on, so you might need a different approach. And I think somebody who's been with you for such a long period of time, a coach who's been with you for that long, they just have a, such a good understanding of you, how you yeah. work. You can build that rapport up and be honest and open, communicate. And yeah, I just think it's, it's really beneficial when you stay with uh, your coach for a year. I've just been with my coach for a year now and 
it's yeah it's so beneficial 100 percent awesome so what's next amy what is your current physique goals um, so as we've obviously already touched on, it is grow time for me, hopefully. Um, so continue with the reverse diet. Um, I want to spend, you know, a good amount of time out of a deficit, eating more food. Um, I'd like to grow some good kind of muscle mass now, particularly on my legs, um, because I found that when I did diet down to the leanest I had ever been last year, um, always wanted smaller legs. And then I was like, I got there, lost, I think, two and a half inches maybe off each thigh. Um, and I was like, oh, oh I, don't, I don't really like this. <laughs> Bloody typical. We got you to your goal and you hated it. I know. I typical like, oh, girl. I know. I know. And, and then, you know, you just, I don't know, you just see like, obviously I follow lots of fitness accounts on social media and stuff, which obviously sometimes can be really good. Sometimes it can be bad for me. I find it, um, I find it a good thing because, you know, I, I like learning from different people and watching people's techniques and, 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 and workouts and stuff. And like my husband is always saying to me, like, are you watching somebody squatting again? <laughs> how, how many different versions of, of a squat is? I'm like, well, no, I'm not specifically, you know, watching them squat. I'm just watching their workout. Um, but yeah, and I just, I would just like to build some muscle now on my lower body so that when, um, when it's time to diet down again, which will probably won't be now until next year, some point, I would have grown some nice muscle on the bottom of my legs and, them look really toned <laughs> yeah awesome. that's what that's what i that's what i want here we come mm -hmm. quads and hamstrings here we come yeah yeah i just want i just want to look shapely and toned and and maintain that by eating as much as i can basically because that's that's the ultimate goal for everyone isn't it you want to get to a body shape that you're happy with and then reverse diet successfully out of it um and maintain it yeah a hundred percent and you know obviously we've just touched on there also our goals do change over time like you wanted to be slimmer and skinnier at one time and yes we got there now your um, goal has changed a little bit it might change again going forward so mm -hmm. it's just you know i i go through phases like that I, I wanted to bring down my upper body last year so I stopped training it half as much as trained it once a week and legs four times a week. And then I was like, Oh, I really miss my upper back now. I want to get that back again. So I'm going to do upper body three times a week. So it's constantly changing, but I just love it. It's just, as long as I think we're progressing individually in terms of, you know, physically, mentally and all of that, then it's just so exciting, isn't it? Just going to the gym, having a good session, no matter what you're working towards at that specific moment in time, it's just exciting once you once you really get into it and start to make it your lifestyle and you know it doesn't take over your life it's just part of it and it's just fun I love it yeah I love feeling strong and lifting heavy like I said so yeah. for me for me this is the perfect goal now because I'm more confident in the gym I want to lift heavy you know don't get me wrong I don't want to be big and muscly no you know all all over obviously I would like to um, have musclier, musclier legs, um, 
and keep my bum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't think you'll ever lose your bum. <laughs> well, I did lose it a bit, didn't I? Well, a little when, bit, but... When I dieted down, it was a lot smaller than what it normally is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, so let's see how it goes for me now, hopefully. Yeah, well, it's exciting. Good and we do, I got a question. I got a question for Jessica. So, okay. how do you feel when Amy got it? As in, got the flexible diet in. She got. She's supposed to do weight training. Got the reverse diet. How do you feel when a client gets it? <laughs> well, I wanted to jump up on the rooftops basically because I've initially said to Amy, like, I really want you to stick to this now for the next eight weeks. Please just stick to it because in the past she'd gone through a bit of a phase of she'd do it and then she'd moan she wasn't getting anywhere but we knew that she'd done it for like a day or two or you know had a had a couple of days off in the week not tracking not doing whatever and then she would just go around in this circle where she would sort of moan that she wasn't getting anywhere near her goal and for me that initial eight weeks where she stuck to it to the T and even though we said in a flexible way she still enjoyed all her food it wasn't strict but she went to the gym every day she did her steps every day she stuck to her calories every day for eight weeks and she was like, wow, this is what happens when you, when you are consistent. And I was like, yes, this is what happens <laughs> when you are consistent. So for me, that initial eight weeks was the, was like a massive light bulb moment. And since then, you know, just watching her progress into, in terms of mindset, um, confidence and all of that. I mean, that's the best thing you want as a coach isn't it you want your clients to feel good yeah. feel confident just go in there boss the gym and I've got a couple of clients now one of my clients um yesterday messaged me saying uh, just a picture of her in the gym she hasn't been to the gym for years and now she's just got the confidence she's been with me for almost a year as well she's now got the confidence to go into the gym and just boss it. And we're going to go into a reverse diet phase. And she, she would never have done that without having a coach and seeing people like just love lifting weights, being strong, healthy, happy, you know, make it part of their lifestyle is just the best feeling, the best feeling ever, which obviously you can relate to as well. Yeah. I only asked because I had a client message me, and she literally said, I get it now. And like Amy, <laughs> speaking to Amy now, like Amy gets it now. Yeah. She's done all those diet shakes and fasting and stuff. Just wondering how you felt when a client goes, I get it. Yeah, it is. You want to just have a little party because you're like, <laughs> yes, finally. I mean, that's the whole reason I do what I do and you do what you do because we've got this knowledge. We've, we've learned this, but so many people just still don't understand because there is still even though there is a lot more um accurate information there there's also still inaccurate information around there's still influencers promoting rubbish things rubbish okay. diets and it's nice when you know that you know the number of clients that you've got no matter how many it is you're having that impact on somebody's life and it's, it is life-changing and it's going to last forever like i just want even my clients who leave i just want them to not to know that they don't have to yo-yo diet go up and down try all these stupid things i that's what i love i want people to feel empowered confident healthy whether or not they want to lose loads of weight and get shredded or whatever i don't care about that as long as they're happy and they understand it and they've learned something i think it's the best the best feeling ever and 
obviously my guardian angels have <laughs> supported me in that decision if you saw my instagram story last night <laughs> no, how weird is that i know i kept for everyone who hasn't seen my instagram story yesterday i kept seeing 888 everywhere and i posted about it on my store so for everyone listening this is thursday this will be going out on monday <laughs> yeah oh yeah so you won't, you won't go and see it now yeah <laughs> but um i kept seeing 888 and anyway i've researched it and done a little bit and it's apparently my an angel number and it's saying that i'm on the right path and i'm imparting my wisdom and knowledge and going to impact people's lives so amazing that supports what i've just said there so that's good to know good to know i'm on the right path <laughs> ah okay fun. well i think we'll wrap it up there we've gone sort of through your entire journey aim from the very beginning to what your current goals are now thank you so much for coming on to the podcast how did you find yeah. it that's okay no problem i loved it it's oh, fine <laughs> and where can people find you because we've obviously mentioned you've got your instagram page your fitness page where literally people who calorie count or want to learn a little bit more about it and are struggling to think of meal ideas when clients join my team <laughs> I say I'm like really boring at planning meals so go and follow Amy's page <laughs> my ambassador so can you tell us what your Instagram is please yeah so my Instagram is fitness underscore happy underscore foodie so it's lots of lovely pictures of the food that I eat with the odd one of me and my um I guess my progress in my, yeah, my own journey but yeah I like to share um foods I just basically you know like to share the fact that I eat flexible diet I eat flexible diet <laughs> I, <have> flexible <laughs> diet. I flexible diet and eat foods that I love you know different foods every day um but I fit it all into my calories um and my particular nutrition plan because you can you can you can eat whatever you want as long as you're sticking to those calories and that protein target and I just try to show that and obviously give people ideas of foods sometimes my evening meals are quite high high calories but obviously like I said to you previously it's because I like to um, use my calories up in the evenings but people can change the meal about to you know fit in with yeah, their calories leave out the garlic bread uh, half the spaghetti or the mince etc but it's just to give people an idea and i love taking pictures of my food i don't know why but my husband was like are you taking another picture of your food you're really good at posting your food <laughs> i like the little videos that you do and stuff yeah so, um, i will put your instagram handle when i do the write-up so people can and can go and follow you oh yeah good idea good idea michelle <laughs> yeah yeah follow me if you want some food ideas Yes, you'll be bombarded now, hopefully, because your page is amazing. So, yeah. Well, thank Thanks. you very much for Thanks joining for having us. me on. Um, yeah, we'll have to get it. you back um, in the future once you've been through a little bit of reverse and got further into your goal of building up those legs. We'll have to have an update podcast later on. Yeah, definitely. Yes. No problem. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.